I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Brotherly Banter. I'm Alex. And I'm Josh. And uh, I just want to start off today's episode with thanking everybody for uh, joining along with us. Gotten a lot of texts and, uh, you know, messages and stuff over the, the course of this last week. So super thankful for everybody uh, hopping in. And uh, this episode is sponsored by Coke Zero Sugar. Uh, not officially, we just both are we're just <laughs> drinking. Just them. both happen to be and drinking. It's just, it's just the way it is. So, um, but yeah, uh, all that to say, we we really do appreciate um, all the the feedback and everything we're getting. We just got our Instagram page going, uh, brother at brotherly banter underscore podcast. Uh, go ahead and follow us and share it with your friends. We'll put updates throughout the week, different stuff that we talk about, clips of our favorite things we talk about together on the podcast um, and just a lot of different stuff, some fun stuff too. So anyway, uh, all that to say, we're going to get rocking and rolling. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week, baby. Time Ooh, to pack it Thanksgiving in. Thanksgiving egg bowl. Egg bowl week. A lot going on. Yeah. Um, there's Kids a lot. getting out of school. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big, big thing. My um, – uh, my wife and Josh's wife, Chelsea, they both get uh, a week off. Um, and for for mine, it's a week at home with the kids. But it's, it's timely, though. It's that time of year. But, um, you know, the elephant in the room is how much food are we going to eat this week? Well, well I was going to ask you how your weekend. Oh, yeah. Went, yeah. Sorry. Uh, that's, that's usually what we do. I'm off my game the weekend. Uh, my weekend was pretty good. Uh, Pretty chill. You're the one that, you know, had an adventure this weekend. Uh, I Josh made it to Ackerman this weekend. I'm not, that I was did. my weekend was my last turn. weekend. But, um, how and did I did get go? all of that crap out of the shed because you didn't yeah, do you it. Did. So, I did it. Uh, I had a good weekend. I did go to Ackerman Friday night. Apparently, apparently Sonny's claimed they were out of potatoes oh no yeah mom and dad were mad big mad <laughs> so we got there and like it sounded it smelled like mom was cooking and i was like well i thought like you know mom was like well i called over to sunny's and they said they didn't have any more potatoes well when i went up there to order i looked back there and there's a whole tray of potatoes <laughs> so she's like so what is that you know, what are those potatoes for? And I, I guess maybe they were holding some to the side for people that are eating at yeah. Sonny's. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyways, they try to smooth it over with mom. Like, oh, well, we can make you one real quick. And she's like, nah, I already, <laughs> I already got my potatoes. So um, they were both mad about that when we got there. Um, oh, yeah, I went to... Uh, the Mississippi State Southern Miss football game Saturday. There was nobody there. Oh, like really? I took a picture of, of the junction, and normally where they do the the dog the dog walk deal, 
field. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of tents there. And even Chelsea was like, man, you know, there's usually, this is like the fraternity and sorority <clears throat> and there's always tents. There was nothing there. So I don't know. So when I went to deer camp this weekend, one of the guys, was, I don't know, he was saying that, I mean, I get it. It's 11 o'clock game, you know, Thanksgiving week. So I guess I can understand there not being that many people there. Yeah. But he 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 was telling me, my buddy at my deer camp was telling me that maybe there's some fight, some brawl or something in, in the junction and a few weeks ago with a couple of the fraternities. Oh, wow. So they were like, I don't know, I guess it's a repercussions of, of that. I don't know if they just completely said we all can't have tents in here anymore. We can't have nice things. I don't really know what happened there. I did get, <laughs> so I'm like slowly waking up uh, Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and Dad like comes in the room, and he's like, you want me to go get you some blueberry pancakes from Cody Earls? Yeah, you did. Um, so he did, he did go do that. They were really good. Blueberry pancakes and sausage, uh, it was, it was really good. And they were, they were very large. Yeah, they were. <laughs> um, so we, we got to enjoy that before the game. We met, uh, met up with my buddy Kyle. 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 In Starkville and his wife and Howard and went and watched the game, sat up in the box, ate a little food. Um, I, I wasn't sitting there. The, the cowbells were were not as bad up there, obviously. But I I I kid you not. So Chelsea took her cowbell. Okay. So she was doing that whole deal, and um, you know they're playing "Who Let the Dogs Out." Yeah, they are. Um, and I wasn't sitting down out there. I don't know, two or three minutes. So Chelsea was scared that her cowbell was going to break. So she wasn't ringing it hard, she said. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So <laughs> I just, you know, roll my eyes, whatever. Well, I wasn't sitting there two minutes, Alex. And one of the insides of a cowbell from this girl behind me flew off, like hits no. my phone <laughs> and hits some poor old lady who was sitting right in front of me. I'm like, it's a liability. It's a liability. <laughs> you know, and I just kind of turned around and acknowledged her like, that just happened. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> this is how it's going to be, I guess. Um, but yeah, I came back after the game and just make enough time to make it out to Buck Hill. Made it out to Buck Woo! Hill. Got to do some, some deer hunting. Uh, turns out that... Uh, my toilet and my camper's leaking. <laughs> I didn't know it. I mean, I'm running my water pump the whole time I'm there. And all of a sudden, I see the back of it leaking out. I'm like, damn it. It's always something. So I'm going to have to figure out that. But pretty eventful weekend. I did I did see some deer. Um, But no meat. Need to kill some does. We got a we got we got a doe issue. I'll come take care of that. A little doe management. Um but you yeah, got to see No, no, yeah, the kids daddy and mom and daddy watched the kids. 
nothing really crazy happening. I do wanted to explain for the viewers. So I know there's like the past three or four episodes that we've done. You've heard me and Alex go, money, money, money. <laughs> I feel like you need to tell the audience yeah. that story. So just yeah. this is our dad. Yeah. Alex, was I in was I so, in college? Yeah. So no, Josh still in high school. Dad was uh, in between. Uh, dad was in between jobs at the time. Didn't have one. Said things were tight, and apparently Josh <laughs> had been uh, talking about how he wanted the, this oh, yeah, pair of yeah. this pair of boots for quite some time. Yeah, I did. That were very expensive, and you know they just, were like a hundred bucks. <laughs> just, like look, they were like, like I said, brown, very expensive. Just brown work boots. Yeah. And and I got the brunt of it, so uh, I I had some I had some change on me. Uh, <laughs> I can't even tell the story. I had some change on me, and uh, I've I've been to bumpers a hundred thousand times at this point in my life. I mean, I bet I was. So you had 12. the prices memorized. Yes, like I was. I like know 11. exactly what a Route sixty six combo. It was called. like at the time, it was like five dollars. And eighty five cents, like to the like on the dot, and I had almost that an exact change. And we pull up to bumpers. I tell them, I want I want this I want this. All right, so we pull up to bumpers, and uh, all right, <laughs> Dad's got to drive you. Yeah, and so it was just back in Jesse when uh, we still had the little Nissan Altima. It was like a nineteen whatever you know nineteen ninety eight. I think it was like Nissan. a champagne color. <laughs> yeah, and so Dad drives me up there and. Uh, we get there, we order it, and they don't tell us, like, after we order it in the thing, you know, it's like a drive-in, they don't tell us what the price is, uh, and they come out, and the lady hands us, hands us a meal, and she's like, that'll be seven twenty-five. Inflation, baby. <laughs> Inflation. Dad, dad, like... Looks at me, loses looks, his mind. Looks at the just short of six dollars that's in his hand and starts like, like <laughs> rummaging. I, around, <laughs> I'll get it. Rummaging around through, through the car and like there's, I mean there ain't there ain't even a piece of like there's not even like a a crumb of a cracker in this car right now that we can get. Like Dad's looking, he's got like a couple pennies in this cup holder. That's it. And she's like, sir, like you can tell she's he. She can tell Dad was starting to get frustrated. She's like, "Sir, like I can, I can take care of it." Dad goes, "No, I got it." <laughs> Boy, he pulls that car in reverse. Keep in mind, we've got the meal. It's in our car. We didn't he's give it back. Go, he's gonna go get that two dollars, <laughs> dude. We pulled out of there. I, he put the car in reverse and went, skirt right out of the bumpers. I don't even know if he looked both ways before he skirted out on uh, Highway 15. We got home. We found. Didn't a they just install those speed bumps? Well, no, they, 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 no, they hadn't yet. Thank God. Okay, uh, we probably the reason died. they did that. Uh, but yeah, so we went home, scrounged up just shy of a dollar fifty or whatever it was that we owed bumpers, and we came back. <laughs> we but you're, but you're like on the way home. Oh he's yeah, like, yeah. And so that's that was like we got out of there. So he's the, giving the you an earful on the way home. Yeah. So we're just he he pulls out. Mm-hmm. He's just and he was just like, I swear, all y'all care about is money, 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 money. Like Josh, he won't send boots. I wish he just forget about them boots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting over here with my bag of like bumper, like my Route 66 combo, just like 
I'm just like, I'm just crushing. I it. hope it's worth it. <laughs> I hope it's worth it. And uh, it was. It was. Everybody. I think. I think we could probably have a whole podcast of stories about our dad. I think. I think. I think my favorite one is when he sharded at church. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. I think. I don't know. I don't tell all your buddies. <laughs> He's something to go tell all your buddies about. And now everybody knows. I mean, it happens to everybody. So like, he wasn't in church. <laughs> he wasn't sitting <laughs> in the congregation. He hadn't made it yet. You know, he, he, so <laughs> like Alex has mentioned in the podcast before that our house is literally two houses down from the church. And yeah. so um, dad was at church and you were going to church. And so well, no. y'all. Yeah, no, so, like, we, um, I I beat Dad to church, and he showed up, like, I went to Sunday school, and he came, uh, he came after me, so I was, like, he didn't come to Sunday school, so he showed up as Sunday school was ending, and we were going to sit together in the sanctuary for the big church, and okay. I knew, like, I don't know if as I, as I saw him walking up or something, like, I knew he was there, and then I went and sat in the sanctuary, and then, like, he never came out there and like church just started and I sat through the whole service by myself and I was like, where's dad at? And so <laughs> I get home after church is over and I'm and like, dad's just in the kitchen, just, you know, doing the dish or whatever. Oh, and, and mom, mom's there. Mom sings in the choir. So she was there and you know, mom's in there talking to dad and I'm like, dad, why did you leave? Like, why didn't you come sit with me? He was like, I had to do something, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And you, you, mom like was being weird about it. And I walked back into my room and I hear mom laughing and I like march back in there. I'm like, what? Hey, what? Just tell me what, like, why were you not at church? He just goes, I sharted. Okay. <laughs> ain't something to go tell all your buddies about. It ain't about. something to go tell all your buddies about either. <laughs> he said, oh. he was like. He walked right in the bathroom, but like, you just literally walked in the building, went straight to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can do. Like, and he uh, just went to like, he was standing at the urinal, just taking a leak. And then he's like, I went, I can't believe it. I can't believe this. I can't believe it. And he's like, I just, so he just walks. He just walks home. He just left and walked home. With a rosebud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, oh gosh! <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. So, oh yeah. Speaking of not trusting the fart, <clears throat> yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we properly uh, made that segue into that, yeah, right? Uh, um, I'm I'm looking forward to. It. That's probably my favorite. Uh, I mean, I like Christmas, but we and and our. Oxford family Christmas, we we munch down. We pound some food. We have the <clears throat> Sam's Club trays. That's right. The styrofoam trays. Like cafeteria-style trays, like we eat from when we say trays, not like What's serving the... food out of, which we also do, obviously. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, we're eating it out of trays. We let all the women, women and, and children, children go first, <laughs> and then we come in and – so that makes uh, makes me want to ask you and our listeners 
So, like, what's, what do you think is the most overrated Thanksgiving food? Uh, if for, you had to pick one. I've never, I'm not a big fan, uh, in which I guess this isn't necessarily, like, a food. It's more of like, you know, it's a, you know, it's a supplemental uh, but traditional Thanksgiving meal thing is the cranberry sauce. Mm. Like people always put the cranberry sauce I with the turkey it. or whatever. I don't. I just never out of the can, sliced yeah, up. I'm just never like. I'm not a hater. I guess I just. I don't know. I just don't see the point. Um, but I um I don't. Is it am I? Is it sad to admit that I actually like eating ham more than turkey? <laughs> but I mean that's just me. I my preference. I like turkey fine, but yeah, uh. uh I think for me would be the the green bean casserole dish. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, can, live with, not, I can live without. I'm it. not. I I ain't gotta have it. I mean, I just want regular green beans. We don't have yeah. to put cream of mushroom in it and top it with onion straws. Yeah, I like the brown, I would just, brown sugar <clears throat> vinegar uh, oh, green yeah. bean thing. That's my that's my. Yeah, idea. I would just much rather have that, and then yeah. I'm not a fan of boiled eggs. Well, I, I'm not. I don't like boiled eggs. I don't like it in potato salad. But I will eat Aunt Kay's deviled eggs. But it's usually because I'm eating like, a, a, you know, I'm eating like a bite of dressing, a bite of green it's beans. It's all just like mixed. It's, yeah, yeah, and then a bite of a, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I'm not gonna just sit down and just eat. Deviled eggs. I don't. I don't like uh, boiled eggs. Deviled eggs, any any of that. Uh, but I wouldn't. But I would. I guess for me, I wouldn't put that in the overrated food category because I know it's like. I mean, I guess that's the whole point. If your opinion is something's overrated, but uh, for me, I think it's very popular. You know, whatever. Um, but I love that cranberry but, sauce. Yeah, I just. I mean, you're gonna ruffle some feathers with that deal. Yeah, and I'm I'm willing to you know. Down, you know, falling that sword if I have to. I guess I just don't really. Uh, I don't doesn't doesn't do anything for me. It's like I went to a. I feel like I went to a, a holiday dinner one time, like Thanksgiving or something, and there was like a salad on the on the buffet, and I was just like, why waste time mm-hmm. with a salad? I don't have room for that. Just mentally, I don't have room for that on my plate. Uh, anyway, so that's just kind of just like it's fine. I don't I don't see a point. Turkey ham dressing. Random. Maybe that's my thing too. Turkey ham dressing. Um, mac, mac and cheese, cheese. greens. But when a yeast roll. Yeah, sweet potato casserole. That's the only time that I really eat sweet potato stuff too. I know some people are like, oh, well, I like sweet potato fries. I like the sweet potato tater tots. I like sweet, you know. No. All right, here. All right, I just want sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole, like sweet potatoes with the marshmallow on top. Or sweet potato mm-hmm. with chopped pecans, brown sugar on top. Chopped pecans, Yezzer. brown sugar. Okay. Yeah, just I making sure to do... we're all. I mean, Mm-mm. all right. I might get flack for the cranberry sauce thing, but I mean, we could at least uh, maybe have some middle ground there. But maybe some of your listeners are sitting there thinking to yourself, like, we got this one aunt, and all she does is bring that one thing. that dead gum green bean casserole, mm-hmm. and yeah, just, why? Mm. why? 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 Uh, but yeah, so, uh, well, obviously, uh, 
there's several things, you know, we're talking about Thanksgiving tradition-wise. Uh, not to, you know, mention there's obvious, you know, I guess a uh, big Thanksgiving tradition in the Faust family. Uh, most times on Thanksgiving, most seasons, the Egg Bowl is on Thanksgiving Day, as it is this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this year we're actually we're going to be eating our Thanksgiving meal, I think, the whole clan uh on saturday yeah like the whole family is going to be there it's going to be on saturday so on thursday in which the games in start will this year anyway but um oh doing the whole thing at the church again <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't i think we're trying to not do that i don't i don't okay know. um well you know but, you gotta uh, load them tables and chairs <laughs> up. uh we got a egg bowl rivalry game on thanksgiving day um, it has been known to absolutely ruin the day, uh, so very important, um, very important piece of the Thanksgiving tradition. However, uh, this year's Egg Bowl is, I think, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, a lot of my state fan friends are pretty are not very concerned at all. Uh, they think it's just going to be a blowout and Ole Miss is going to destroy Mississippi State, and they're just going to move on. And while I appreciate the the thought, I guess, to that, uh, I've just – I've grown up a very – more times probably than not disappointed uh, Ole Miss fan. <laughs> and, I, I mean, I could think in maybe on my, you know, ten fingers, ten toes, the, the amount of One times. or two times well, there's actually been a blowout egg bowl. And it just, I don't know, it just doesn't matter. Weird things happen. Mm-hmm. People get hurt. People, you know, fumble the ball. And next thing you know, this is a ball game late. Um, on paper, it shouldn't be. Right. You know, State obviously has struggled this year. Ole Miss has done pretty well, especially on the offensive side of the football. It shouldn't be. But. You know, it's the egg bowl. It's the you, egg you, bowl. Don't, you don't, you don't, you don't ever know. You don't ever know what's going to happen. It's, I mean, you know, I know State doesn't have a uh, head coach. Uh, it is in Starville, so I know that there's going <clears> to <throat> be some energy in there. And who knows? Mm-hmm. I hope it. I hope Ole Miss lives up to what your friends are saying. Yeah, I, I would <clears> say that. I uh, think they opened up at what a. Uh, like a two touchdown favorite, and we like thirteen or fourteen point spread. I think. Yeah, I would say that. Um, I feel pretty good as an Ole Miss fan. I do think I feel pretty good about it. But here's the thing: here are the factors why it actually has nothing to do with. Well, it has a little bit to do with this year. But coming out of a game like they just played, they just played pretty bad against ULM. Uh, they. Yeah, I mean, ugly. just just a sad first half. We just looked like we weren't waking up. Defense had a strong day. To 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 have not really done anything elaborate on defense, and still put pressure and make stops in tough situations defensively. Great job. Offensively, we just looked too sleepy. Came out, busted it out wide open in the third quarter, and then Lane Kiffin obviously wanted to try to finish pretty strong in the top of the like get to the top of the fourth quarter, and you know kind of. Bag in one more touchdown and start getting some other guys some more reps. And they eventually did, but not at the timing that he wanted to. And you could tell that 
I, I'm hoping that that just kind of served as like a wake up call, like guys. And I and I truly believe it was probably a classic situation of we're just we're looking to next week. It's a short week. Yeah, and say rivalry, but also losing a little bit last of a, year, a little <clears throat> bit of a hangover, hangover from Georgia. Yeah, getting beat down by Georgia yeah. last year. We are a little beat up up front offensively, uh, but I will say that having lost last year at home in the Egg Bowl, I think will motivate them to put together a good, like a statement win and try to finish off the regular season the right way. But I'm not them, and we don't really know. Right. Uh, so anyway, um. <clears throat> I uh, I would say though, it it, it could be you know a fun day. Uh, for the yeah, Reds, I, I'm not gonna go. I'm I won't I won't be. I made my one trip to Starville. No, this year. Um, good. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think that that we should be able to score. I mean, I guess after watching Mississippi State up close and personal, you know, against Southern Miss, who's just they're just not a good team right now. I mean that 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 game. It was a ball game up until five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and, and Southern Miss had just returned a kickoff, mm-hmm. and it's like a five or six point game with five minutes left. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I think that I think that Southern Miss's defense just got tired. Man, Southern Miss would all. <clears throat> it looked like, in a nutshell, all Southern Miss w- w- was going to do was try to throw the ball deep. And get a huge play, or just run the football. Yeah, hand it off the Frank Gordon. Yeah, there. and um, <clears throat> and that's all they did. And they're you know, they they connected on a couple of those deep throws, especially early on, right out of the gate, and they scored. You know, it was right. like seven to three or something. And um, but I mean, it was a game all the way up to that point. Mississippi State answered that um, that uh, kickoff return with a touchdown drive, just basically ran it all the way down the field. Mm-hmm. And then they got a pick six right there at the end. So it, it, they, they basically scored in, you know, twice in a matter of five minutes to make it look a little bit worse than what it really was. But, I mean, it was a five – I can't remember. It was five or six-point game. It was a six um, – yeah. Yeah. Six-point game. It was and a close game. Last, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not – I think Southern has improved, but just from the – like Mississippi State from the offensive side of the football, just you know, I know uh, Will Rogers was back, um, Marks was back, but they just did not look. I mean, you could tell he had been out since. Well, when did it was like Western Kentucky? Yeah, it's is been a since he's been out, and you could just tell that they were just they were not on the same page. The offense was so they're going to have a little bit of they're going to have a little bit more practice with Will under center. Uh, you know, this week, but it is a short week. I, I, I find it hard to believe that their offense is just going to make some miraculous, you know. So that was what I guess stood out to me in that football game was just how yeah. their offense just does not look. I think I mean, they were, I mean, it was receivers were, you know, it looked like it was supposed to be an out route and they were going downfield blocking and Will Rogers just throws it yeah. to nobody. Yeah, and, and that's part I mean, of the reason. Woody, I mean, you know, Woody Marks can still tote the mail, and he's. I think I feel like they're going to rely pretty heavy, oh, you know, man. heavy on him. But, and I'd be curious <laughs> to see how Ole Miss defense. I mean, because I feel like it's, it should be one of those things where we can get a couple of stops, like we should. There, there's no way, you know, that that offense that I watched Saturday 
she'd be able to just go down and score on us in mm-hmm. in uh immediately right and every time they touch the ball mm-hmm. there's no no way yeah i mean and i even think if they played a perfect game we're still going to hold them to some field goals but um yeah i'll be curious to see cuz if we can get some stops then our offense is going to you know i don't think i don't think mississippi state looking back i mean i guess auburn but well lsu I was thinking about offenses that they've played. Yeah. So I know so, they, I mean, obviously LSU's probably the better offense. Yeah. Uh, but, um, had to defend against. I would say that that's definitely, I think, coming off a week where we probably wished we would have executed better. I think the, the receivers on Saturday, Ole Miss, were just dropping balls a lot and stuff like that. I think Kiffin, and that paired with an offensive line that's banged up, I think he's going to want to, I mean, this is just Kiffin's philosophy regardless, is he's going to want to light it up in the air and open up the run game. Um, but I could see him trying to, you know, get ahead, you know, try to cause a lot of chaos for State's defense quick uh, in the air and then just, like, like try to almost, like, nail in the coffin with the run game, like kick kick you while you're down. <coughs> but that's, I mean, that's only a philosophy if both those things work in tandem well with one another. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like if you're going to – if I mean, the first thing you got to do is – Oh, we got to gain the momentum. We got to silence those cowbells because they're going to become, you know, they're going. This is the game of the year at this point. Exactly. I mean, this right. is. I mean, Mississippi State basically has to win this game to make a bowl game, right? Uh, when they be so. six and. I should already know this. Um, yeah, sorry, um, but <clears throat> you know, I, I just think that we got to come out and score, kind of just suck the air out of that stadium because it's, you know, and we can't have any big momentum shifts. I just don't like, you know, losing momentum in Starville. That's when weird stuff. Yeah. Um, well. Starts happening. I think that, you know, it's just a matter of who's going to take care of business and uh, who's going to step up and do it. I think Pete Golden, I think this is his opportunity to absolutely, like, don't think about anything else other than leaving no doubt and you know, trying to make a, a statement defensively, and uh, I'm not gonna. I I think that our DBs, I think they're gonna hold their own against. Uh, we're just gonna have to tackle anything that we kind of throw at them. I feel like that our DBs are gonna be able. Yes, but I just think that just in the trenches is where, and we need some. You know, a drastic. That's where we're getting beat. Mm-hmm. We're getting blown off the ball. Anybody that we play, it's why. You know, I'm just watching like. ULM just run the ball down our throat yeah. until we get to the red zone. Mm-hmm. But I think that if, if they can swell up and put some pressure on Will Rogers, man, uh, shouldn't be shouldn't Make be any shouldn't be any issues. But well, thinking about state <clears throat> and Startwell, uh, been reading a lot, seeing a lot of there's a lot of names that have kind of been servicing as far as their uh, head coach search, and just kind of run through this real quick. But uh, I'll say number one. The number one name that I've heard and now thought about more that I think would be a really good fit for Starkville would be Gus Malzahn, the Gus Bus. All right, I think that's going to be that's going to be their home. That's going to be a home run. Yes. ball if they get um, Gus Malzahn. And here's why. Okay, we talked last week. It's like, what do you mm-hmm. have to have? What do people want in an SEC head football coach right now? And a lot of people say offensive mind. You know, whatever. I mean, obviously you got that. He's 
he's coached in the SEC. Right. He's coached in the SEC in places like, you know, I mean, he's he coached at Auburn, obviously. And Auburn Auburn kind of has that, you know, vibe of like Oxford and Starkville. It's like the small town with the university kind of thing. And I think he's attracted to that, um, typically, but he's got, you know, he, you know, a lot but he's of in Florida. He is having a great playing time. golf every day. And um, does he want, but he's got a lot of integrity and experience. And like, I think that would be, like you said, it'd be a home run for them. Uh, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just thinking that is would he leave to come back to the grind of being SEC an SEC player. football coach? Because it's a grind, and I don't. But I think I think that we think different than a lot of these coaches do, right? And that you know they want you know they got big egos, and you know they're wanting to make a lot of money and win football games in the best conference in the country. I get it. Yeah. But but I think I think that would be their home run ball. Yeah, the <clears throat> Texas State coach, uh, um, whose name I just like blanked. I had it right in front of me. Um, he has apparently been a big. Uh, he's been a big name in this running because of what he's been doing at Texas State. But he uh, he's been getting a lot of uh, backlash since Saturday because he let Arkansas State put up seventy seven points on him. So. <laughs> I would imagine they're they're concerned that he might be a little distracted by all this <laughs> this going on, um, but I don't know if this is the move for I don't know if State and Ole Miss can really afford to revert back to the days of you know let's just say we're in another coaching search in a few years or you know either one of us whatever like we can't I don't th- I think we're past the days of trying to find like the small smaller school up and coming guy. You like, think? I don't know, man. Because, like, I mean, that's what well, I was going to go to. I mean, I, I know that, you know, well, the splash hire thing is still – but I, I kind of feel like that – and maybe I'm wrong, but – If there's a place to do it, yes, I agree with you. But I just yeah. – I think people are going to be – as time goes on, people are going to be more and more dissatisfied with that. But, I mean, you got – at some point, you got to take the risk. If it's a coach that's going to move up, Billy Napier, you know, like – and and Mike Norvell from you know Memphis, I would say up until this season, people have just been like, Ugh, I don't know. And he finally puts together, you know, uh, a college football playoff. Well, I feel like you, team. you're running out of. Um, I mean, there's you're running out of coaches that are <laughs> that have a big, you know, splash name anyway. Right nowadays. So, anyway, um, I mean, Gus would be one, and then what? Dan Mullen. You hear what he said on that uh-uh. on that call? They were like, people he. Someone asked him about the going back to Starkville, and and he said, you know, I haven't talked to anybody from the administration of Mississippi State, but I have tons of friends that are still there, and they're calling us up, telling us to come back. And his words were, you know, I, I'd say my thing is I never say never, but I don't think right now is the time or yeah. something. So he left this huge, like, open-ended, like, you know, there could be something uh, yeah, there one day. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I did be, not hear that. That would be very interesting. But uh, a lot yeah. of different <coughs> prospects. Uh, yeah, I'd rather I, I, not. The, the three names that I don't know that I've. I mean, there's a lot of names floating around, but I don't. I just don't think this is going to go starble. I would be, I would be shocked. Yeah. Um, but Dan Mullen, 
was one. I mean, like I said, he just he wants to be a coach. And Dan Mullen is a great he's a great coach. Yeah. I think he kind of um um peed in the Cheerios of the Florida uh fan base with recruiting and the portal and when all that was rolling out was I just don't think he did what they like for the coach to do in that scenario. Right. I mean, um but Dan Mullen, Rhett Lashley, and Glenn Schumann. So, Rhett Lashley is the head coach at SMU. Right. And he's a, I mean, he's a, they're doing good things over there, and he's a, he's a offensive-minded coach. I need to, I would like to find out what his coaching tree looks like, like where he kind of had a, a background. Where but he's been. Yeah, where he's been, but um, they're doing some really cool things offensively, and that what makes me like him is that schools like Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the SEC, we have to be able to do something different to make up for the gap in talent. Right. So, like offensively, with Mike Leach. Obviously, the air raid, like 100% air raid. Some people run some different versions of the air raid, but Mike Leach is running the full air raid and always has. And I think that you got to have something like that to set, you know, to make up that talent gap between, you know, a, a Mississippi State and an LSU or a Ole Miss and, uh, you know, Alabama. Like they just, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to have more five star people there. Now, I think some of that's going to get made up with, uh, you know, with NIL and um, the portal helping some of that. But still, I mean, you saw it when we played Georgia. (laughs) I mean, we got some really good guys that are on our team, and they made our dudes look, you know. So you got to do something special or you got to do something different to score points and to win some of these games that you're not supposed to win. And I think that, 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 um, you know, obviously Mike Leach did that. Lane Kiffin, obviously, offensive genius and can score points and can win games um, that you're probably not supposed to win. But I think Rhett Lashley's doing a lot of that at SMU, where he's, you know, their offense is doing some really cool things and spreading the ball out, um, opening up the run and RPO stuff. And State really hadn't seen that this year. You know, it's just been this, I don't know, I don't know whatever – uh, offense they're trying to run, but it ain't, it ain't, it ain't working. Uh, Glenn Schumann is the defensive coordinator at Georgia. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I would. I think that State's always had a pretty solid defense, and has had some some studs on that side of the football. So mm-hmm. I could see him being another. All right, well, we're gonna run a pretty, you know general offense but we got a defensive guy and we're going to be able to yeah you know so i don't know but those are the three names so uh look back on that um mm-hmm. and just see how that but i feel like i mean if, if they were going to make a splash hire i don't think gus is gonna i don't think it's gonna work out with gus i'd be yeah. i would be it would blow my mind um but i i mean i could see where dan mullen gets a phone call and i could see that yeah. If you wanted to make a splash hire, I feel like that's who they would go after. Mm-hmm. But I think you got two other guys, the little guy, you know, at a smaller school come up and, and do well. But, yeah, 
I don't think that's gone though. I mean, <clears throat> I think Drinkowitz over at Missouri's proved that. Yeah. So. Well, I think there's a couple of guys that have proved it. I just, you know, I, I think what I've noticed in the guys who are doing really well in it, and I think what people need to understand is that, like, who you just, you know, uh, Drinkowitz, uh, Mike Norvell, um, and it's, it's, I think it's going to happen for Billy Napier at Florida, is really getting a top-tier program where you want it is going to take time. It's not going to take two years. You're not going to flip it you know, real fast. Missouri is a, I mean, honestly, they're a perfect example of like, they have not been very competitive in the conference for the last several years. And like all of a sudden now they're putting out like top 10 material. And I would say, I was like, yeah, they're doing okay. And then watching them play Georgia, I was like, okay, like I take them seriously. Like, you know, especially considering the way like, oh, you know, we, and then now Tennessee just stacked up against Georgia. So, um, don't think it's uh you know thing i think biggest thing that you're gonna have to figure out in a that you i mean that's important for coaching right now and i guess we'll talk about real quick is like recruiting situation i guess you could say um but um, so this i just had a thought of my head so what about i feel like a name that nobody is mentioning anymore is coach prime coach prime i mean I've heard well, his name. I mean, I know that they're, I don't know, have kind of, you know, they beat TCU out of the start of the year and have kind of done this a little bit. And then, um, yeah, I think our mascot putter's barking at the garbage man. Um, but so, but I haven't heard anybody throw his name out there until maybe, maybe he did get mentioned in some Colorado media. And there he was like, no, I heard I'm someone going anywhere, saying, but uh, Stephen A. thinks he'd be a great fit for Texas A&M. He, yeah, he was like, man, Coach Prime, he gets these guys to play. He can get recruits. He can do that. He can't do all that at Colorado. He ain't gonna do that at Colorado. You know, he's just super, you know, electric and uh, right. doesn't hold anything back. But that was kind of his thoughts. Was like, hey, I think Coach Prime would do a great job. There. Well, I just but, thought that was interesting because um, I kind of thought that he was gonna go to Auburn for like a split second there. Yeah, last year. And then, so he went to Colorado, and, I mean, he's he, not making a very good case. I mean, like I said, they don't look great right now, and, and like I said, you're not going to turn it around. But the the face of that program has definitely mm-hmm. drastically changed. But, but uh, yeah, they're not really playing good football right now. But, <clears throat> I don't know, that was just interesting to me that yeah. I haven't heard his name uh, – thrown around as much yeah well he he's every year he's he's going to be a conversation i think and people are just going to blame it's colorado on him not having uh success i think he'll pick up pick it up there i I thought his move to colorado was just i thought I was like man if he could have just hold tight for a little bit longer but i do think it's a situation for him it's like if he can go to a power technically a power five school and turn things around, he can take a bigger, like, an SEC job. Well, I was certainly one of those people that when he – because I believe I saw him play uh, when he was coaching his son uh, in high school. And they mm-hmm. came over and played, I don't know, MRA, MRA. or somebody. Yeah. And they just, to me, just didn't look like a uh, – MRA beat them. Yeah, I know. They just didn't look like they were coached well. And then he came to Jackson State, and I was like, man, that ain't mm-hmm. going to – you know. And then uh, well. kills it. At Jackson State, man, and 
um, game day comes to Jackson, you know, it was crazy. And then when he got um, when he got hired at at Colorado, um, I was like, man, it ain't going, you know. Well, he goes out and goes to TCU and beats TCU on the road, and I'm just I'm mind blown, like mm-hmm. you know. And then um, I, I don't know what happened. Like they had a lot of hype, and uh, it started at Oregon. Yeah, yeah, but. and and uh, you know, game day goes to Colorado, and um, and then it's like they kind of went down. Something, you know, that uh, what was that guy? Was playing both ways, he got hurt. Anyways, Travis, yeah. yeah, yeah, Travis Hunter. Travis and so, anyways, I just thought that that was a name that I haven't haven't heard bouncing around as much. Yeah, could you know? Could Mississippi Mississippi State go after Deion Sanders and? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a long shot. I mean, but, you know, he seems to have enjoyed his time in Mississippi. Um, Recruiting-wise, big, big deal. Jackson Dart. I think it was less announced and more leaked. (laughs) And I think it was like Lane Kiffin slipped up and said it at the sports talk I think he kind of backtracking a little (laughs) bit. But Dart says he's coming back another year. Yeah. uh, Or decided to stay. That's Um, big. I think that's a – well – you know, it's a big deal, but I think it just means that it's worth staying for. I mean, I think that that means – I feel like that's typically – You think maybe of, him staying is also confirming that Lane Kiffin's going to stay in Oxford too? I mean, I would say so. Uh, I would say that there's this uh, – this that feels typically like with a good player that there's this mindset that, hey, there's unfinished business. We're building something special here. Yeah. But, <clears throat> um, and then uh, four-star – Wide receiver Braylon Burnside from Starkville um, decommits from uh, Mississippi State and puts Braylon Burnside. Yeah, uh, puts um, puts Ole Miss at the top of his list. So It'd be nice another uh, another Starkville shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another AJ Brown. Um, but uh, well, I want to take a few minutes to kind of. Um, well, first off, before we even move, dude, Auburn, what the crap, man? Dude, <laughs> they got waxed by New Mexico State. And all hey, he freeze basically State's said. playing ball, man. I know, but listen, <clears throat> all, he, all he said was, last week everything clicked. We were all, we were doing everything right. And today was the exact opposite. This university, our university demands better effort. And, like, that was, like, that was his press conference. And it was just like. That's, I mean, I don't know. I, I understand. And he's a coach, and he didn't play the game. But, I mean. They they 100% went into that <clears throat> game. We're like, oh, well. Oh, yeah. Iron Bowl. Know. Iron Bowl's yeah, going up. Exactly. <clears throat> 100% looking to the next week is what um, happened. In he's got to get – they got to get that figured out. Uh, and the next thing you know, they were too far behind. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think they were looking to the next yeah. week. And, man, you can't do that. Well, uh, and, and then James Madison had college game day come to them, and they got App Stated. <laughs> man, it's dangerous when App State comes to town. Or, yeah, when App State comes to town and it's it's put on game day, dude. They'll, they'll, they know how to ruin a season for you. And all this hype about them being undefeated, needing to play for a championship and bowl, you know, and all this stuff. Well, and it's like, just like, well, <clears throat> all this stuff going on with James Madison and not being able to play in a – you know, in a, in a bowl game and all this, which is, there's got to be some exceptions to the rule in there. Like, yeah, I, you know, I know that, that I know that they're looking out for the financial part of uh, the team. And um, but from you know, from what I gather, like James Madison, like had they had already gotten to 
these funds beforehand yeah. before starting all that. So yeah, and man, I was uh, or you know still am on their side on 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 that you know on that battle. I think Pat McAfee made a pretty mm-hmm. pretty loud statement on uh, College Game Day talking about you know whoever's in control over that whole situation. But yeah, yeah, App State mm. came into town. Um. And one thing that I noticed from this Saturday, uh, all right, here's the deal. You know, we've talked a little bit a couple episodes ago, a couple weeks ago, about Dabo Swinney and the situation in Clemson and Tyler. And, uh, <laughs> dude, I am – Dabo Swinney has the type of energy that I want to have, and I'm here for it, dude. Like Dabo. Sideline, uh, man, he was fired up. And, you know, honestly, in serious moment here. I did a, see a video of him, like, doing the – the cascading run down that hill with RG three, <laughs> and he's just he's, he's just, just a dead just, sprint yes. to the fifty yard line. Yeah, and uh, man, but like uh, he was fired up. I mean, every time a player made a play, I mean, he was on it. And man, eleven point victory over number twenty North Carolina, and mm-hmm. like that was a solid win for them. I'd run through a brick wall for Dabo, man, and I see why people want to play for him. I do think he's got a he's going to change some things, and he's got to amend you know, and, and kind of regroup the way he's been doing things and some of his philosophies. But I think the type of energy that he wants to bring and excitement. I mean, you're a coach, dude. You've been working. Don't just let the players be excited and having fun out there. You've been working hard all week, too. Like, go out there and have fun. And I just – I like that he embraces that. He doesn't just sit with, you know, his arms crossed on the sidelines. Uh, I didn't – I didn't get – did you watch that game? I watched, like, bits and pieces of it. But every time I it, every yeah. time I flip to it, man, like, he was fired up. I mean – yeah, third down stop touchdown. It don't matter. Same energy, and he's like going up to his players. Uh, his field goal kicker missed a kick, and he just like went up to him and you know got on you know not like got onto him, but like you know kind of came to him a little bit. I, I thought like the energy there was was really cool, and I think Clemson's gonna be fine. Uh, okay, but um, a couple things that uh we talked about last week that you know have kind of since surfaced. Uh, number one, Arkansas. In the halftime of their getting beat really bad by Auburn game, there's a video that leaked of them watching the Polar Express. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Oh. Let me tell you. So, he's Sam Pittman serving up some on the Polar Express. <laughs> Just y'all you know, like to have me a yes. cold beer? Cold beer. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're gonna work on that. Uh, but um. So that's, I mean, that's just hilarious that that's even a thing. Uh, but that's honestly the most Arkansas thing I've heard, like, this year. <laughs> well, it was, um, yeah, it was, I don't know if it was one of the players that. I don't know. I mean, like, but, like, the pic, the video I saw was, like, them, like, zooming in. It was, like, watching Polar Express. It was, like, hashtag believe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, oh, yeah. maybe that was Sam Pittman's whole oh, yeah. strategy behind the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's like, we're going to watch it. He did address it. I didn't watch the press conference, but he addressed it, uh, like, that okay. going by. And I, so, I don't know if he was, like, yeah, we got on to him, or if he was, like, I'm the one to press play. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know where he's at on that. Um and then I saw this other kind of headline that uh, sort of pointed out that uh, between Jimbo Fisher's buyout at Texas A&M and you know all the fee- you know everything that they're paying for in regarding to that and him leaving and them 
working up a new contract for a new head coach and their staff, it's going to total up to right around $150 million. I told you. So this the, random, you know, this thing, this, you know. The check on the field. The check we got, you know, the check on the field we were talking about last week, a picture of it and everything kind of resurfaced. And it's very conveniently written. And what's starting to sound like non uncoincidentally written for $160 million. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that seems to, yeah, A&M knows what they're <laughs> There's a surprise, lot of money. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. They know what they're doing. Uh, so, excited to see what A&M does with all that money. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So, any, uh, any final thoughts as we wrap up this big Thanksgiving week episode? Joshua? No. I mean, yeah, just ready for Thanksgiving. A great week. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this week. I'm, kids are going to be out of school uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, yeah, at some point I'm going to try to do some deer hunting. Because we're not yeah. going to go to Oxford until Saturday. so We're staying around. Too. I'm not going to get to hunt Saturday, so I'm going to try to do some deer hunting. We're going to get uh, some pretty bad weather tonight. Yeah. So, uh, if you know, so y'all y'all be safe out there uh, tonight during the you know in the weather, and uh, be safe traveling to yeah. your families uh, for Thanksgiving. Thanks for uh, listening to us. Yeah, uh, again, follow us on Instagram uh, at brotherly banter underscore podcast. We hashtag will put blessed. Out, uh, <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag my heart is so full. Uh, hashtag. Hashtag the little things. <laughs> Bless this home. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna post you know throughout the week, and we'll we'll put things relevant to stuff we talk about. But anytime we're doing something, we do a bonus episode, or we're having someone uh, join us for an upcoming episode or something. We'll we'll put stuff out there uh, on Instagram like that, and just kind of uh, updating and just give us an opportunity. Uh, I want to do some some kind of listener. Uh, engagement some and you know get some thoughts and some uh, some things from from everyone listening so you can do that through instagram and uh be a really cool uh way to engage with one another so but thank y'all y'all have a great happy thanksgiving and uh eat all the food that you can stand watch a detroit lions game on thanksgiving day Hmm. (laughs) or else it really wasn't thanksgiving and uh, we'll see you next time back here on Don't Leave Best of We'll see y'all later. Hey, we got it. Hey, we got it.